The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Your hosts are Becky Olson and Sharon Hennepin. Our show is here to help breast cancer patients, survivors, their friends and family with the resources, support, and inspiration they can use right now. Here are your hosts, Sharon and Becky. This is Yvonne Neidecker, back covering for Becky and Sharon. They are off on vacation and having a wonderful time. I know that they are missing everyone here, and they'll be excited to be back with you next week. Uh, I am not only a um, volunteer with Breast Friends, I am also a six-year breast cancer survivor. So really excited for today's show. I have a guest with me today who is herself a survivor and a volunteer with Breast Friends. And what we're going to do today is kind of share a little bit of our personal experiences with Breast Friends. You know, a lot of people talk about um, how amazing the organization is, and I think hearing firsthand how we've seen um, their programs work and be successful and so impactful, um, we're hoping that that's going to shed a different light on what Breast Friends is and and what these amazing women have created over the last 15 years. So uh, I'm just really happy to have my dear friend Linda Adams with us today. Linda, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Yvonne. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. And I'm really very excited about being able to share uh, what we know about Breast Friends and let other people know how many thousands of women we're helping over the last 16 years get through the trauma of having breast or ovarian cancer. It's so true, and uh, I think both of us experienced in our journey with cancer how dramatic the need is for the services that they provide. And, um, you know, I um, personally, I'll, I'll share a little bit of my story. I was, uh, in 2010, I had been, you know, in a very healthy, active woman, never had um, any major medical issues, and was looking forward to my upcoming 50th birthday, if you can look forward to that. And my husband and I had actually just been on a wonderful Caribbean cruise, had the time of our lives, and uh, we came home, and uh, I'm not kidding you, a week later... I was sitting on my bed, and I did um, that that uh, natural kind of check where you put your hand on your breast area, and I I felt something hard, and I thought, what the heck is that? And, you know, you go into this panic mode, and the next morning I went to see my doctor, and uh, she sent me right over to have uh, biopsies, and within four days I was being told by a doctor that I had stage 3 invasive lobular carcinoma. You know, terms you don't even know and, and that your world has nothing to do with suddenly become the foreground of everything that is going to happen to you. And uh, at that particular moment, I don't think I've ever been more terrified or overwhelmed or isolated uh, with having to make the decisions uh, that I had to make and 
to endure the, the sense of, of fear that I was facing something that could end my life and to do all of that without uh, a real strong support system that understood all of those things. Um, was really very devastating. I had amazing doctors, and, and goodness knows, you know, I, I am so thankful to everything that the medical community did for me. But I didn't really have anybody around me who had been through cancer, who could kind of calm my nerves and say, gosh, you know, you're going to get through this part, and it's going to get easier, and it's going to have, you know, opportunities for you to grow. And um, as I progressed in my treatment, and I went through all the, the incredible treatment options that from chemotherapy to uh, radiation to a bilateral mastectomy and reconstruction and, and still the long-term side effects that I, that I carry today, uh, I then emerged on the other side of all of that when they said I was cancer-free and experienced an even more debilitating condition that, again, not having anyone in my world, I didn't know that to experience something similar to post traumatic stress is very normal. So, you know, this for me was a journey that not knowing breast friends and not knowing about their services, I look back on and I think, wow, there are so many opportunities for this to be the kind of journey that we're trying to make for every other woman. And I know, Linda, you pretty much had the same kind of experience. You you didn't find breast friends until later in your journey, but why don't you tell us a little bit about your cancer experience? Well, you know, I found my cancer through a regular mammogram. Um, my sisters had breast cancer, but they, they were 40 years older than I was, and so I didn't have a lot of experience in observing what they went through. So when I got diagnosed, I really pretty much felt I was alone. Um, and I didn't know anybody who had ever had breast cancer. Uh, but because we caught it early, I thought, okay, piece of, piece of cake. I can get through this. I mean, you know, I've got doctors that are going to tell me what to do and what not to do. But what I wasn't prepared for, like you just said, was the emotional um, pit that I found myself in, dark, a dark place, because I couldn't seem to climb out of this emotional fear that I had. And just like you said, your doctors take really good care of you, but then when they're off to their new patients and say, you're yeah. done, go live your life, it's not that easy emotionally. You carry so many fears. You, you carry so many fears. And I thought, where am I going right. to go? Who, who am I going to go to with this? And my uh, oncology nurse navigator is the one that kept bringing up breast friends. And at that point, I wasn't listening because I was so sure I could do this by myself. We caught it early. Big deal. <laughs> it is a Typical big deal. woman. Having your breast removed is a big deal. And I wasn't prepared for that emotional uh, downfall. So when I finally made the call to breast friends, um, Sharon answered the phone. And if anybody knows Sharon, you know how upbeat and positive she is. And the moment I walked into that office, I knew that my emotional health was safe. It, it, it was this transformation that I thought I'm surrounded by really positive women who have been exactly where I was a little bit longer in their journey, perhaps, but they knew what I was feeling. And any fear that I went to Sharon and Becky about, I knew that they would understand. And that was the beginning, the shift in a positive uh, light, if I could look at cancer in a positive light. And Yvonne, as you and I both know, we've talked about the silver linings that you discover yeah. as you go through your journey. 
But uh, thank God for Breast Friends because I didn't know where else to turn, and I'm so thankful that I found Sharon and Becky because they changed my life. And it's so interesting, you know, you talk about being empathetic um, and finding other people who understand your story, that hear you. Um, That's the thing that being in an organization that is filled with women who have not only been through the treatment and the process, but also have the ability to empathize in such a way that makes you feel safe and warm and secure, that you can share anything. And I'll share with the audience, um, my first experience with Breast Friends, I had called into the office and they had invited me to come down and, and, and visit with them a little bit. And as I walked into the office, this incredibly vivacious woman was standing there and she was so excited because she had just gotten, which uh, anyone out there who has had a, a bilateral or a mastectomy knows that there's a process that you can go through where they put in a, a lovely little implant called an expander. Uh, the expanders are put into your breast cavity after they remove the breast tissue to create a space where they can um, expand your breasts to the size that they're going to be in a very healthy way. Now, the only bad side to these expanders is they feel like soccer balls. So for a long time, you carry around these very uncomfortable things in your chest area. And as I walked in, my dear friend, uh, Linda, who at that time I didn't know, was going on and on about how fabulous her new breasts were. She had just gotten her implants removed and she'd had her exchange surgery and they were gorgeous and they were soft and they felt great and I walked up to her and I said gosh you know I I still have my expanders in and they're so uncomfortable and she looked at me right in the eye and she said would you like to feel how they feel and And so so the beginning of a lifelong friendship (laughs) begins (laughs) I'm standing in the office and I'm feeling her chest and she's feeling my expanders and I'm looking at her I'm saying hi I'm Yvonne and she's saying (laughs) Hi, I'm Linda. And you know, that's what this was all about. This this organization, as funny as we make that story and as much as we tell it over and over again, it's really an example of how women that have been through the situation can empathize with each other and create a safe environment to be able to talk about how they're feeling. And Breast Friends creates that wonderful opportunity, whether it's in the office or on the phone. Um, For ladies who can't come in to see us, we have a wonderful support program that we can talk with you on the phone. We may not be able to get quite as close and personal as Linda and I did, but we can certainly send you hugs long distance over the phone. So, you know, this has been a journey for both Linda and I. And I know, Linda, you went through the Thriving Beyond program. Can you tell us a little bit about how that affected you and how that changed your journey? Yes, absolutely. Um, I I went not knowing exactly what to expect, but Sharon had encouraged me to go because she said it would be really beneficial for my healing. And I thought, okay, I'll go. What I wasn't here again, surprises abound with this organization because I found that I was with eight other women who were going through the same uh, thing that I was, different stages perhaps, different circumstances. But what, what was so impactful were the positive feelings that you get when you walk away from this and the hope that you have for your future, which is what Sharon wants you to recognize. Yeah, you've been through cancer. This is really tough. We're all here for you. We cry. We laugh. We, you know, all together as a group. But when you leave there... You are so excited about what your future holds, thinking about things that you never really thought about before, 
But now she's telling you, what do you want to do with your life? And let's make it happen. Let's yeah, sure I think that that's you the get thing. Your dreams fulfilled, and you walk away thinking, "Okay, this is a new beginning for me." Absolutely, and I think, you know, with the Thriving Beyond program, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Uh, we're given a chance to stop. We we look at what we've been through, and we get, take a snapshot. We we look at it. We we kind of talk about it a little bit, but then we kind of tuck it over to the side and say, "All right, this is just another one of life's experiences. What are you going to make out of it? Where are you going to take your life now that you've been down this path that has been so impactful?" And I love uh, in the program she has a whole list of things that she asks you to evaluate on how are you going to make your next life positive and uh, exciting and there's a term that that Sharon uses and after we've we've been through a lot of the preliminary steps she looked at all of us in the room and and she says now you know now that we've kind of talked about the the path that you're going to get onto and what you're going to do with your lives now I want you to really stop and think about what is that thing that makes you feel fabulous what's the thing that makes you excited and what she told us at that instance has stuck with me in every aspect of my life because what she said is, what's the thing that makes you twinkle? And have you ever looked at somebody that has discovered something or is talking about something they're passionate about and their eyes light up and they start to twinkle? And I really thought about that as an opportunity to take a look inside myself because of my cancer and say, you know, what can I do that's going to make me twinkle? And I know you've done the same thing, Linda. Oh, I, I, I have. I have. And w- walking away from the Thriving Beyond, um, I, I don't know that there was any one specific thing that I was going for, other than the fact that, you know, as well, maybe a lot of women, when they get diagnosed with breast cancer, the first thing that goes through your mind is, am I going to make it? You know, am I going to be a casualty, or are they going to fix this? And I had a brand-new two-month-old granddaughter that I hadn't had a chance to meet yet, and I thought, there's just no way that I'm not going to see my baby girl get married. So um, I walked away from that with so much hope. And then, of course, realizing what Breast Friends did for me, I realized that it it was a pay-it-forward time for me. If there's another woman that I could help get through this journey, then that was what I, I was meant to do. And so yeah. I walked away from it, realizing that my my job wasn't done yet. Right. You know, right. it was it was important that other women feel the exact same way that I was feeling through Breast Friends, um, and and hopefully they weren't as alone as we were, but uh, an awful lot of women are. So. Um, and I think so the that gives us became very very important to me. And I do think that that both of us, having gone through our experience without that type of help, has really created an amazing um, sense of, of almost a um, we feel an, a responsibility to reach right. out to ladies and make sure, as the breast cancer you know mission statement says, that no cancer goes, well, no woman goes through cancer alone. And that, to me, honestly, is the, at the crux of what Breast Friends is trying to do, on whatever level we're doing it. And, and as the show progresses today we're going to talk about some of the other ways that we're reaching out but I do think that you know both you and I with the thriving beyond reached a turning point where we were able to say all right enough about us now it's time to say you know what are we going to do no more 
no more pity party for me. It's time for me. It's time for me to be thinking more in, in a positive light. And there's just no way you can't be positive when you're around Becky and Sharon and and everyone that's in that office at Breast Friends. I mean, you walk away from there feeling so fulfilled and good. Yeah, and and even if you're just calling in and wanting to have a conversation with one of us, we will make you feel like you're part of our family. We will take that time to hear what you have to say, you know, and hopefully, again, with everything that we've all experienced, we're going to make you um, feel like you are not alone in your journey. And I know with um, with the advent of technology, not only are we given an opportunity to reach out, we also can get a little bit isolated. And I love the fact that this radio show is allowed allowing us to reach out across both the United States and the world to people who may feel isolated in their own environment and to let them know that, hey, you've got friends here. We are going to be that that connection that will help you in whatever stage of your journey you're in, even if it's just, like I say, to listen and to empathize. So, you know, we're going to, in the next portion of our show, we're going to talk a little more about, you know, some of the things that Breastfunds offers, but also some of the things that Linda and I have enjoyed doing. But um, we would like to encourage, if there's anyone out there that would like to call in, um, we would love to hear from you if you have any thoughts or comments or would like to share a bit of your journey. Our number here is 1-8. 866-472-5792 and we certainly would love to hear from anyone and maybe share how when you received your diagnosis you know how did you feel and how were things in your world changed by your experience and you know I think everyone enjoys um, knowing that uh, they're not alone in what they've experienced and what they've been through but um, Breast Friends has has an amazing team of volunteers, and both Linda and I have been very proud to do that over the years, and we're going to continue to do that for all of our women and and men out there. So Mm -hmm. we will be back in just a few minutes, and we'll continue this conversation then. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health & Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to keep our doors open and to keep this radio program alive. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can visit us at breastfriends.org. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Visit breastfriends.org and contribute today. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned into Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. To reach the program today, please call us at 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. 
You may also send an email to Becky at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. everyone. Welcome back. This is Yvonne. I'm here with my breast friend, Linda Adams. Um, she and I are sharing a little bit about how Breast Friends as an organization has affected our lives and, and how we are so proud to be a part of something bigger than ourselves and, and bigger than our cancer. And before we left the last segment, we were talking a bit about um, our, both of our desires to step outside of our own personal experience with cancer and really start helping other women and um, a lot of people out there voice that same feeling that they they feel like they want to pay forward these incredible acts of kindness and all of the wonderful things that happen to them when they're going through treatment. They want to find a way that they can make a difference. And I know, Linda, you felt very much that way, as you mentioned, and, and you started volunteering with Breast Friends in a big way. Maybe tell us a bit about your volunteer experience with Breast Friends. Well, I would love to. Thank you. Um, the volunteering just kind of was just a, a natural next step for me. So as it turns out, when women call the office and they, they have a question, you know, should I, should I have a mastectomy? Should I have a lumpectomy? What about the radiation? What about, you know, what am I going to feel? Um, the calls would, would, some of them would be directed to me if, if it was a mastectomy that was it, particularly they had questions on their mind. So I will call women and say, hi, I'm Linda with Breast Friends. I understand you're, you're up against, you know, this really big fight, but right. know firsthand that we're there to help you and make you realize that you're not alone. I've, I've spoken with women. I've met women for coffee. Just to talk kind of like, like a <laughs> peel them off the ceiling a little bit. Um, when they can see that I've been through breast cancer and you as well, we've been through breast cancer. We're vivacious. We're happy. We're positive. It's what they need to see because I've told women at, when I first meet them that what you're experiencing now is the most scared you will ever be in your whole life. Mm-hmm. And you have nowhere to go but upward from here. You become this fighting warrior machine that just you, you find the strength that you didn't even know you had within you because this is, this is a fight that you're going to have to fight by yourself and we're going to be standing right beside you, guiding you um, to getting to that point in your life where you are not defined by your cancer diagnosis. I've met women, I've, I've show, well, as you know, Yvonne, I've probably shown my breast to an awful lot of women <laughs> <laughs> in the general facility because you go online uh, on the Internet and you... You take a look at, you know, women that have had mastectomy scars. There's nothing that's going to scare you more than that. But what they need to see is that you can have a beautiful outcome like both you and I have had. Right. Um, and if that helps them calm them down a little bit to say, you know what, it doesn't have to be as bad what's th- as what's in my mind right now, right. then right. that's what we're there for, to just talk them through it, be there. I've taken women to the hospital to have procedures done because, they, you know, they didn't have a ride um, I've talked to them on the phone, met them for coffee, um, whatever it is that it, it takes to, to give them a more personal feel to what they're going through. Um, and isn't that is, so is much the volunteering? Of what, y- yeah, that was the best part of all. 
And that's that, really what we, we feel like as, um, as volunteers that work within the organization, I think the greatest joy we have is when we get a, 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 a woman on the phone who is, like you say, needing to be peeled off the ceiling. And by the time we get to the end of the conversation, they're laughing and they're, mm-hmm. they're at least to that point that they can breathe and right. they can, their heads are, are, are somewhat stopping spinning. And it's not that, that horrible feeling, am, am I the only one who's going through this? And that's really, you know, so many times with, um, with going through anything in life, it doesn't matter if it's cancer or any type of major tragedy or uh, trauma, it's having someone come along behind you and say, hey, I'm here. I've been down this road. I know what this is all about. So, you know, being a volunteer within our organization really is a great opportunity for uh, people to make that difference in people's lives. And, you know, like Linda, I've spent a lot of time on the phone and in person with people. And I know for a fact that um, Becky and Sharon and all of the girls that volunteer here, we have an amazing team of women who are at the disposal of the women who call into the office. And, and it's just, we're so proud of the fact that we make sure that these connections are made. And the organization has a lot of different types of programs, too. And sometimes the connections are made via the phone contact and the personal contact. But sometimes our connections are made over rather adverse circumstances. Um, going through chemotherapy myself, I can really speak to the fact that, you know, losing your hair is such a traumatic experience. It it changes you and it's I think for any woman faced with chemotherapy, it's one of the most daunting um potential side effects. I've even talked to women who have said they'd they'd almost rather not have chemotherapy than lose their hair. Um, but it, it is a very traumatic time for women, and, and it is a time that, you know, you have to make peace with. And Breast Friends came up with an amazing program that has really changed the face of what um, going bald and losing your hair means. And I know, Linda, you have been part of this program and are so excited by it. Could you maybe tell us a bit about Bald is Beautiful? Oh, I would love to. You know, the transformation that happens with these women, because let's face it, you lose your hair, you lose your eyebrows, you lose, you you know, (laughs) the landscape of your body has changed so dramatically. And so it's very easy to, to kind of go into a negative, you know, what do I do and woe is me kind of mode. But with Bald is Beautiful, we bring these women uh, to a professional photographer and a professional makeup artist that spends enormous amounts of time with these women. And you can see them when they're sitting in the chair getting their makeup on. And, of course, there's a couple of breast friends volunteers there to, to answer any questions or just be there for moral support. And they get in front of that camera, and they just oh. blossom. But it's not nearly as good as their reaction when they actually see the photos that are taken afterwards. They've made comments about, I look so beautiful. It's something they didn't think they could ever feel because their hair was gone. Yeah. But they look at these photos and the, there's this transformation. It's like a butterfly that just comes out of its cocoon. These women realize that, my God, it's not as bad as I thought it was. I mean, yeah, don't have my hair and it'll grow back, but look how beautiful I am after oh. I've had professionals working on me. And then, of course, they get to take the photos home. And um, it's just a service that we provide for women, and it's, it's so uplifting for them that 
I try and encourage any woman who's going for chemotherapy to consider going to our Bald is Beautiful, um, um, you know, photo shoot um, because it just does so much. It does so much for these women. And, and it's this so is fun. the... It's a free service too that that Breast yeah. Friends provides, and that's that's another thing that you know this is a this is a free opportunity. And I know um, I've spoken to a few ladies who have been through the the photo shoot, and they're now to a point where their their hair has grown back. I just saw a woman this weekend at an event, and and her hair has grown back. She's she's a, almost two years out from from her treatment, and she we have a wall in our office that we keep a, an eight by ten photo of each of our ladies that have been to our Bald is Beautiful program up on display. And I looked at her and I said, you know what, you are just as beautiful with or without hair. And and she smiled and she says, you know, Yvonne, the day that I had that done is the day that I turned around how I felt about myself. And honestly, she said, it has followed me even when my hair has come back. I developed a confidence about myself that wasn't reliant on just that external um, impression that people have of me. I realized that it was coming from within that, you know, yes, there was a little makeup. And, and of course, you know, who doesn't love to have a, a, a beautiful professional photo done? But it was more than that. It was the confidence that she said she built that day. And I just think that's a, a, an incredible opportunity. I would like to give a little shout out too. we have of two um, individual organizations that help us with this program. One is called Pin Curls by Tracy. She's our makeup artist, and gosh, what a blessing she is to these ladies. She not only does their makeup, but she talks to them about how they can continue to, you know, obviously um, use what she's doing and, and teaches them a little bit of extra tricks, which is great. And then our photographer is Photography by Raleigh, and she's just captures that moment, whether it's the um, ladies by themselves or, or with their loved ones. You know, she does an incredible job of making them feel comfortable and photographing them. So, yeah, this is this is an amazing program that I think all of us are extremely proud of. And then and we do a single photo that they've taken where these women are not absolutely stunning. Oh, it's so true. It's yeah. just, it's just amazing. And and whether they're, you know, when it, whether we see them again with the makeup not on or whatever, it still has that lasting effect. It's still that beautiful glow that happens with it. So yeah, it's just incredible. And another program that Breast Friends offers that, um, you know, I, I love the idea of women getting together and sharing their stories. And Breast Friends has created what they call their, their Girls' Night Out support groups. Um, these are so impactful. And there's something that um, I think whether you're in the Portland area or you're outside of the area, you really need to look for a support program that can help you when you get past especially that portion of the treatment where you're on the other side and you're looking to really thrive beyond your cancer. Um, there, there's a time period that um, I kind of touched on with my story, and that is a, a really impactful time when they are now talking more and more about the fact that women and men who go through a potentially life-threatening diagnosis do experience a form of PTSD. 
And it is, um, you know, on many, many levels, it can be anything from a little disconcerting to debilitating. And to be in the circle of other ladies and to be able to share that, maybe even just sharing, um, you know, a, a potluck or having an opportunity to do a book club or to do a, a, an art project together or to have a, um, a, a cooking class or one of our groups always meets for breakfast on a particular morning once a month and they call themselves the breakfast club. You know, these are times when you let your guard down and you have a chance to really talk and share. So, you know, if you're in our area here and would love to have an opportunity to take part in one of these programs, we would love to have you. If you're not in our area, please search out within your own community and see if there's something you might join. It may not even be directly related to cancer. It could be something totally unrelated, but it'd give you a chance to be out and just talking with other people and sharing your story and your journey, which I think is just one of the most important healing tools of thriving past the illness. And, and it, also th- gives women, it also gives women an opportunity to talk about those fears that they have that they're not willing, they can't talk to their husband about. Right, they can't talk right. to their children or their mother about. They need to be able to connect with women who are going through the same thing that they are. And they can actually say those words, this is what I'm really afraid of. Or has anyone else kind of done this or felt this way and suddenly everyone has done it (laughs) you're you're so not alone in feeling how you're feeling and that's the important part of the the girls night out or and even the volunteers that breast friends provides it's an opportunity to talk freely um about something that you just can't mention to to even your closest relative right right yeah we always love, um, I think one of my favorite um, analogies, when, when people are together and they're talking about a common connection, it's the bobblehead effect. And someone will say something and everybody in the room, their heads will bounce up and down. And it's just, it's hysterical because it's one of those things that it's an affirmation, but it's such a simple thing. So whenever yeah. I'm, I'm talking with other people and I, and I notice this, this nodding up and down, I know, you know, yeah, this is a connection that we all have and share. And, you know, it's amazing. All of the different programs that Breast Friends offer are generally speaking free to the public. Um, things that we do have small charges where we do offer scholarship programs. But one of the programs that I think we're most proud of is our HAT project. And the HAT project is something that came out of a, of a really amazing story from our co-founder, Becky. And I wondered, Linda, would you maybe be able to talk to the, the HAT project a little bit? I, I, yeah, thank you. I would love to. Well, the whole HAT project came about when Becky, our, the co-founder and three-time breast cancer survivor, had lost her hair And a friend of hers came over with this little tiny hat that said, no hair day. And I think that's what it said. And so she decided to go to the grocery store and puts on her hat. And it was, you know, it was just eye-opening to her because, number one, she was out and about. And she was bald, but she had this hat on. And then then her and Sharon got to thinking about, okay, so other women that are going through chemotherapy that may not be going out of the house, because they're bald, what can we do for them? Well, now we have the HAT project, that if you're going through chemotherapy, you can contact us and we'll send you this HAT. They're darling. They're either pink or teal. One of them says, has anyone seen my hair? And there's this little bunny (laughs) (laughs) poking his head around this woman, 
And the other one, I think it says uh, bald, uh, but... Uh, Temporarily bald, permanently beautiful. Permanent, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it's it's a and and you know when we have our uh, when we have our table set up for different functions where we're trying to get the word out about breast friends, these women will take this hat and they'll put it on their head and they the, the smile the big grin on their face goes right along with it. So um, the hat project is for any women who is any woman who is going for chemotherapy and losing their hair. Well, and I think the the thing about the um, the the hat project that I love is, you know, having lost my hair, people tend to look at you, and and there's such a sympathy in their face, and and it's such a sadness that it almost you forget for a while sometimes that you're bald until you walk by a mirror and you you see something very mm-hmm. shiny on the top of your head, and to have something on your head that makes people laugh and smile, that right. to me is such an incredible opportunity to change people's perspective of what it means to go through cancer. And that's really um, the HAT Project is that empowerment that allows ladies to to put this funny, silly hat on their head and go out and and face the public with a smile and know that they're going to give them an opportunity to say, you know, wow, good for you, way to go. And, you know, I I think those hats give women a chance to put an entirely different meaning to the word bravery. Yeah, doesn't it? Oh, survivors. We're survive. We're warriors, right. and there. And right. you know, you when you're a warrior, you you wear a shield, and sometimes the shield takes on a different look. But um, yeah, and when we come back from break, um, I'd like to talk a little bit about a few of our other services that we provide. Uh, Breast Friends really is multi-dimensional. We like to feel like we're there from diagnosis through thriving beyond, and a lot of our activities and a lot of our our um, sponsorship opportunities and a lot of our things that we do do happen at different phases of the diagnosis so we'll kind of go back and touch on a few of those opportunities in the next segment so i hope you'll stay with us if you'd like to call and have a question our number is 1-866-472-5792 we'd love to hear from you and, and hear your story and your journey through cancer and with that note we'll be back in just a couple minutes Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to keep our doors open and to keep this radio program alive. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can visit us at breastfriends.org. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Visit breastfriends.org and contribute today. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned into Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. 
To reach the program today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to becky at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. everybody. Welcome back. This is Yvonne. I'm here with Linda today. We're talking about some of the amazing services that Breast Friends has for our community at large. Um, do remember that Breast Friends does um, accommodate any of the women's cancers. We are You know, there's an organization out there that um, we want to think that breast cancer, because of the fact that it's so in the foreground, it's the one that seems to get so much attention. But we are all about ovarian cancer, uterine cancer, and really any type of cancer that a woman goes through that we can be of assistance with, we want to try and help. We do have some amazing packets that we can send out to you, a variety of different brochures ranging from tips to show how you care. These are ideas for your friends and family of how they can help you on your journey. Uh, A great brochure that was written actually by a young adult called Tools for Teens. Uh, She went through her mom's breast cancer and put together a pamphlet for other teens to help them with their journey. And then for young children, a brochure that's called When Mom Has Cancer. These are all available to, to anyone who calls into our office. And along with that, in our office, we do have a, a wonderful closet. We call it we call it our girls' closet because it's filled with lots of interesting paraphernalia. Uh, we do have breast prosthesis, bras, and wigs. Um, this is just in our Oregon area, our Oregon location. But it is an opportunity for ladies that maybe don't have insurance to cover these things or are really uncomfortable going out and having this taken care of. They can come to our office and have a really wonderful experience and a very personal experience with one of our volunteers. And I know Linda, you had a woman who took advantage of this that you wanted to share her story with us. Yeah, this was this was just it. It, it was so heartwarming. Um, a coworker of mine mentioned that his mom was a breast cancer survivor, and I met her and spoke with her for a little while and mentioned to her about all of the services that we provide at Breast Friends. And she indicated to me that ever since she had had her breast surgery, that she she tended to cover up a lot. She was kind of embarrassed. Like I say, the landscape of your body changes when you've had surgery, and she was really struggling with her clothes and how they were fitting. And so I connected her with Sharon, and so Sharon took her into our little store and fit her with some prosthetics. And she came out of there with the biggest smile on her face, and she just says, I didn't think that I could ever look like this in my clothes again. I mean, Mm -hmm. she felt womanly, and she felt feminine. Such a blessing. Such an impact on this woman that that's that's what we're all about. This is this is the big kahuna. You know, this is is what we're meant to do. And of course, all of our services are free. So um, makes a huge difference. Yeah. And there's uh, there's such a, a a wonderful connection that women make when we when we look at each other and we see that that happy smile that's very genuine. We know that we've made a difference, and and that's such a blessing. And one of the the programs that Becky and Sharon started many years ago that touches on a community that you wouldn't anticipate um, them reaching out to, and they have what's called a prison program. And years ago, they they found out that the women's prison in Oregon. Coffee Creek, uh, 
um, there were a lot of women that were incarcerated that had either been through cancer or were even diagnosed and experiencing treatment while they were incarcerated. And these women really didn't have any type of support program. And they decided that they needed to reach out because these women, just like all women, needed to have a support system. So since that time, they have built an amazing support program. Um, Not only do they go down and provide um, one-on-one conversations with the ladies, they also were instrumental in putting together a traveling mammography program with one of our local hospitals that um, instead of the women having to um, go to the hospital in shackles and the orange jumpsuits and really feel almost that humiliation of, you know, gosh, this is such a personal thing and I'm doing it in such a difficult way, the mammography truck will come to the prison and provide mammographies for these ladies so they're able to be proactive in their health while they are serving their time and and hopefully growing beyond their experiences. And I just think that's an amazing example of another way that Breast Friends is basically touching a community that that we don't expect to see having uh, to deal with breast cancer. So that's just incredible. I I could be mistaken too, Yvonne, because I think that Breast Friends is the only organization doing this for these women. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think, I think we you're are the right. Only ones, yeah. And I know both Becky and Sharon have said that oftentimes their conversations with the ladies will start very um, almost strained, but by the time they get done, there's an openness to them that they have themselves experienced such a growth just by the fact that these ladies are trusting them and you know really opening up in lots of areas of their lives. So it's really amazing. So you know that's just another example of something that we've done um, as an organization. And you know there's another um, side to Breast Friends that that. Unfortunately, we have a a, a group of people calling into us that sometimes are, are facing very, very difficult times in their lives and sometimes they are facing the fact that they, they may not survive this diagnosis and they come to us for all sorts of different reasons and um, we, we are here regardless and the good and the bad and one of the stories that resonates through all of our hearts was um, a few years back we had a, a, a young mother call into the organization and she had metastatic cancer and she knew her time was was very limited and she had a, a wish and she wanted desperately to make quilts for both of her young children and she had started both of them and and just realized that with her failing health she was just too tired and she couldn't finish and she was heartsick feeling like this was something that she couldn't do for them and so someone gave her our name and she called into the organization asking us if we might be able to help and Becky and Sharon were able to put together a group of ladies who were not only able to make and finish both of these beautiful quilts but they made a third quilt for her husband so that when she passed she was able to leave this beautiful legacy that just wrapped around her family that they'll have for the rest of their lives because the women and the volunteers within our organization were able to fulfill such a precious need. So, you know, that's another example. And and I know you have one you want to share, Linda, that was real close to your heart, too. Uh, is that the Christmas? Yeah, the Christmas. The Christmas, Yeah. Um, there was a young mother that had uh, a couple of children, and she was going through her treatment. 
and because of uh, her financial situation, was unable to provide Christmas for her two small children. Well, Breast Friends just stepped in and, and made it happen. Uh, they gave this young woman and her children a Christmas that they would not ordinarily would have been able to do. They just stepped in, got uh, the presents for the kids, um, the decorations, the, the whole ball of wax. And so yeah. if it hadn't been for Breast Friends, you know, that Christmas would have been just another day, you know, for them. And that was all done by our volunteers, and and this is not something that um, this is something that that each volunteer does out of the goodness of their heart. So right. you know, here again, this is an opportunity to serve in a way that you know sometimes it's the little things that make the biggest difference. And you know, that family had a, a Christmas because the people within our organization cared enough, cared enough, to, yeah, made a difference with it, and. Um, we we had another you know amazing story that uh, I'll share that involves one of our volunteers. As a matter of fact, we had a beautiful woman, um, Angel Ganau, who started with our organization many many years ago. She uh, was an ovarian cancer patient and saw that Breast Friends encompassed ovarian cancer, which she had fought so long to find something out there that covered her disease that she wanted to have a voice and she came on board with breast friends at a time when um, ovarian cancer was something that really wasn't talked about and she was loud and she was proud and she was the um, person who made sure that women who called in with ovarian cancer got the help they needed and got the encouragement they needed and over the years Angel was re-diagnosed multiple times and she fought back from her illness with so much grace and continued to be a volunteer with our organization even during treatment. And at one point, um, we do an amazing event in the fall called the Survivor's Luncheon. And we decided as a group that we were going to make an award for the volunteer of the year that exemplified exactly what a volunteer should be, kind and giving and um, just all the things. And we named it after Angel. It's our Angel Award and presented it to her the first year. And that's continued for the last couple of years. And this last year, Angel was re-diagnosed again, and she fought and fought and fought an amazing battle. And and towards the, the latter part of the year, she started to succumb to her illness. And we just all took a deep breath because this warrior woman was, was we all knew, um, and she knew, losing her battle. And we pulled together, and they made the decision that they wanted to do something for her that would be... An amazing, impactful thing, not only for her, but for those who went with her. And Angel had always loved horses. She'd raised them. She had trained them. She had done things with horses that, over the years, they had become magical to her. And they made arrangements with a local organization that helps women going through cancer to take Angel out and to have her be with the horses and to actually have her get on a horse and ride. And I know, talking to one of our ladies who loves Angel with all her heart, she said that when Angel got on that horse, it was like she was healed. It was like she had a new sense of hope, and that she had this joy. And that, that joy. they hadn't seen her smile like that in a very long time. Very long time. And and we knew at that exact moment that this was this was going to be something that not only was going to change angel's journey but it was going to change every single one of ours that this was this was something that we would all remember 
And when we lost our angel, we, we rejoiced that we'd had an opportunity to know her. And again, as an organization, we rallied. We went, we had a memorial in our office and we celebrated and we toasted Angel. And it's and just Angel one is of, never far from our mind. No, she really you isn't. Know, she encompasses and, what we do at Breast Friends and she was such an instrumental part of helping women that uh, she's always with us. Angel is always with us. And there's such, um, within the organization, you know, we talk about volunteerism, and there are so many opportunities to come to Breast Friends and be a part of what we're doing. If you feel yourself being called to want to help, you know, whether it's close or far away, there's opportunities to make donations. Most of what we do is completely run by our own um, <laughs> opportunities to raise money. Um, we have a variety of events. You can visit our website. Uh, we have a golf tournament coming up that's wonderful. We just had our gala that is our major fundraising event. We're always needing and looking for new items of procurement that can help us raise the money we need to keep this organization going. Um, we do an amazing event in the fall that's called our Survivor's Luncheon that Linda and I could do a whole show on, but we do have some wonderful information on our website about all of these activities. And hopefully, you know, if there are people out there who are listening to our show and are touched by all of the incredible things that we're doing, that Breast Friends is doing behind the scenes and, and in such an impactful way, and you'd like to help, please contact our office. We have all kinds of ways that you can be of service, that you can help us. Um, we can have third-party fundraisers, volunteering at one of our benefits. Um, and gosh, you know what? Money speaks volumes when you're talking about a group that um, we're trying to make sure that our hats go out every day to a woman who needs them. We send over 500 hats free every year out into the um, wonderful world out there that needs them. So, you know, these are the types of things that whether you are going through treatment and need us for help, or if you just are hearing our story and would like to be a part in one way or another. There's so many opportunities. And Linda, I, I know I speak for all of Breast Friends when I say you have just exemplified um, volunteerism with your spirit and your love for the organization. So thank you for all that you've done. Well, Yvonne, there's nobody, <laughs> there's nobody that deserves that comment more than, than yourself. I think both of us have been touched by the Breast Friends want to give back <laughs> Bug, but it comes from yeah. it comes from our heart. Yeah, and, it really um, does. Yeah, it does. So thank you for the compliment. But right back at you, kid, because <laughs> <laughs> well, nobody and... cares more about these patients uh, than you do. Um, and Becky and Sharon, of course, have devoted the last sixteen years of their life to helping women get through this. So. And all of the ladies in our office, we have an incredible staff that are dedicated. Uh, we are so blessed to have Diana and Ginger and Allison and Aaron and Lisa and Elizabeth and Nancy and 
gosh, I could go on and on and on. These ladies have dedicated their lives to making sure this organization runs and stays afloat and, and does all the things it needs to do. So thank you so much. And we're out of time. I'd like to say please let us know if you've enjoyed this show. Um, let your friends know that it'll be repeated tonight at 10 p.m. on the same channel, voiceamerica.com. And you can click on the health and wellness icon. You can also listen to it on our our archives. And please visit www.breastfriends.org for the link to our host page and to see all of our upcoming events. And if you'd like to get our emails, please click on our, our icon and go and visit and we'll be happy to send you out all of our invitations. But until then, please know that... Um, we are so glad to have all of you here, and we're so grateful. And as long as there's a need, Breast Friends will be here. And as long as you are out there listening, we will try to fill the airways with hope. So blessings to all, and thank you so very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio. Please join Sharon Hannafin and Becky Olson again next Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. There is always hope, and we'll help you find it. We'll talk again next time.